We live in a very cruel world where bad things happen to good people. But I just want to say it was an honor and privilege to call you my best friend, Hank Keller. We went through a lot of highs and a lot of lows, and we always stuck together. We never turned our back on each other, even when other people did. And I will never forget everything you did for me. I love you. I miss you, Hank. And uh, you will always be in my heart for the rest of my life because I wouldn't be the person that I am today without you. And I just want you to know that I will keep your legacy going for the rest of my life. And that even though every day is a little darker until the day I die, knowing that you're not with us anymore, I know that you would want me to grind and shine and be a pimp on a blimp because you had my back more than anybody. I love you, Hank. I miss you, Hank. Rest in peace. Pimp on a blimp with my best, best friend, Hank Keller. We came to Tampa from Dallas, Texas. Mike Harrington, we're leaving a champion, baby back. Beach? One time for the one time. We're ready to run it back. Where's the money at? You saw a win. We're doing it again and again and again and again. Never seen him lose. Ah, let's go, go home. Hard work. Hard work. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alondra Stein, and tonight is a terrible night. Uh, my best friend, Hank Keller, 37 years old, died of a heart attack this past Saturday, and I've been a mess ever since. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, my friend died. You know, a lot of people have been messaging me, and a lot of other people have lost loved ones. And it's really kind of made me have a different perspective because uh, it wasn't that long ago that I lost my mother, and that was very difficult. But it's a lot different when you lose your best friend because there's stuff that I could tell my friend that I could never tell my mother, and vice versa. And there's stuff I could tell my mom that I probably wouldn't tell my friend. So. It's just a different interpersonal relationship with the person that is your best friend um, than a parent. And I want to say that the pain that I'm going through is, is bad. It's hard. And every single day for the rest of my life will be a little bit darker knowing that uh, my friend died uh, tragically at 37 years old while hunting in a duck blind. And it makes me so sad just to think about it because he was so full of life. And I have a, a very close friend of mine now, the one, the only... Vic Mignogna here to help me kind of get through this uh, turbulent time in my life, Vic. So I appreciate you really coming Absolutely, here. man. You know, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but last night uh, you texted me out of the blue mm -hmm. and you said, uh, bro, I, I'm in a bad place. And I was like, what's wrong? And you said you lost your best friend and would I come on your show and talk with you about it? And I uh, changed a couple of things around and wanted to make sure and be here for you. That's not easy for anybody. And I know, Vic, I look at you like a mentor, you know, because you've had a lot of mainstream success. And I know that uh, you have gone through trials and tribulations. Everybody's gone through trials and tribulations. And uh, I just needed a friend. I wasn't going to come here and talk alone, but I'm just very grateful that you're here. I'm glad that you that. didn't, because you know what? That's the worst thing you could do. Mm -hmm. A lot of people tend to isolate themselves. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing you could do. Because you know what? The truth is that if you live long enough, you're going to lose somebody. Yeah. It's not an if. It's a when. Yep. It's going to be a parent. It's going to be a friend. It's going to be a, a co-worker. It's going to be a, a, 
someone you loved, uh, someone you had a relationship with. It's just a matter of time. And if you isolate, it takes you to darker places. And I mean, you're, you don't strike me as the kind of person that would like lock himself away. You, you, you're such an outgoing guy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You're not alone. And there are people all over the world and friends in your circle that care about you. And you know what? I was thinking on the way over here. What? What would Hank want you to do? He would want me to. Would he want you to be like, oh, I'm shutting down? No. He would be like, bro. Like, what if the roles were reversed? Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, don't you sit around and mourn me. I want you to celebrate me. I want you to celebrate the times we had, you know, and keep going forward. I know. And, you know, Vic, like, uh, I guess we can talk serious about it. Uh, my buddy Hank, you know, he drank a lot. He was, you know, a little bit of an alcoholic, let's be real. But that didn't, he was not as bad as a lot of uh, people that I know that drink and, and use barbiturates and drugs and stuff. I'm just saying Hank was not as bad as a lot of other people that are still alive. But I noticed when he's dead that, uh, that some people, some of our friends that he, he had, you know, had alienated himself from, we're kind of laughing about it. Not laughing in the sense like, oh, it's funny, but trying to make light of it. Like, well, Hank, you know, is a party animal. He's a legend. At this stage of it, I can't, I can't get to that point yet. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think no. of anything happy. No. I'm, I'm too dark, clouded to even think of all the good stuff that he did. I'm appreciative of it, but I'm just like, I'm so sour and I'm so bitter and I'm, I'm really devastated. Well, that, that's part of grief. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, people are a lot smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Have have dissected all of this, and that's part of that's part of the grief process. You know, some people busy themselves. Yeah, some yeah. people get themselves so getting going so quick, like I'm just not going to think about it. I'm going to get so busy. I'm going to be super productive, and they don't allow themselves to feel what they need to feel because if you don't let yourself feel it, you don't get past it. But at the same time, you don't want to isolate yourself from people, especially when you have people in your life that care about you. And, and want to be of an encouragement to you, you know? Yeah, and, and because I don't like to do traditional therapy, tonight we're going to do therapy like real men. At the end <laughs> of the show, we're going to go outside and we're going to smash a lot of electronics. Really? Yo, yeah. Okay, can I just tell you, I've wanted to do that my whole life. <laughs> I have always wanted to beat the tar out of a television or a printer or a something i've dreamed that movie right there yeah office office space i thought those were the luckiest actors on the face of the (laughs) earth i'll bet they were like can we do another take is there another printer can we do it again (laughs) yeah they definitely want to do that scene multiple times well we're going to be recreating that here in a short little while so stay tuned you're gonna be able to see vic with no safety gear vic said oh i want safety gear I said no safety gear allowed. Okay, now you're lying. Man. I know, I'm kidding. Vic, did, Vic didn't. I don't want safety said. gear. Not me, baby. <laughs> no, but Vic didn't say that. But actually, you know J- what? Jimmy I did. I saw you walking around Jimmy here with that hard hat. That. Yeah. And I was like, he better not be thinking I'm going to wear that hard hat because it's not happening. Well, Darius will have the hard hat on because, you know, we don't want him to take any more brain damage. Okay, so, Vic, we got to talk about, you know, we're, we're going to talk about my friend, but I also want to talk a little bit about you because I know that every time you come on the show, you have to deal with a terrific mother that gives you a lot of heat. So what did she say before you came on this show? You know episode? what? I called her, I called her this, this morning. Hi, Mom, by the way. Hi. Alex loves you. I do. I do. I love you. I love you, Mom. <laughs> he does. He's not lying about that part. I mean that. I um, really do. Your mom's incredible. She is. I called her this morning and I said, I'm going on Alex's show again. And she went, and before I'm out, up, mom, before you say anything, I said, he lost a dear friend. 
and he called me and asked me if I would come on. And I'm going to because not just, not just for you, but I guarantee you there are people watching right now and there are people who will watch this stream later mm-hmm. who are going through something similar and they, they're not sure how to handle it. And so I told my mom, look, this is an opportunity for me to be there for my friend and for me to hopefully be some kind of encouragement, you know, and support. And I'm going to do it. And you know what she said? What'd she say? Absolutely nothing. Oh, wow. She said, okay. I mean, she just basically approved. Well, she's not going to approve of this part. So uh, me and Hank, we used to love to do whippets. Have you ever done a whippet, uh, Vic? <laughs> Hey, Mom, you might want to go to the kitchen real quick. <laughs> so Hank and I... Go to the is, kitchen. Take the dogs out right now. This is how right Hank now, would medicate quick. it. When you hold it upside down, you know, all this stuff comes out, right? But if you hold it like this... Are you, are you eating that? I'm, I'm, I'm doing a whippet. Nitrous <laughs> oxide. It would be great if it's that not... camera could zoom in closer. <laughs> it's nitrous, nitrous oxide. <laughs> Oh, is that what that is? No. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Oh, wow. I do that. Your mom, no, it's ready whip. It's totally legal, man. You, it's you totally... just put your lips all over. Yeah, I know, and I have, uh, you know I'm HIV positive, but that's neither here nor there. One more for Hank. Hank, this whip, it's for yeah. you. Wow, that, that one worked. I feel... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hank approves. I'm sure Hank wow, approves. Hank would, be, Hank would love this. Well... <laughs> So let's let's run through some of my favorite pictures of Hank real quick while my voice comes back. Oh yeah. Well, I'm high. I'm high, Jimmy. Have you ever done a whip it, Jimmy? Now this I'm is not. Hank and I. This is us in Venice Beach, California. Oh my god. In 2011, Vic, look at us. We're just wow. young plus. And then this is right around the same time. This is at my buddy's ranch. We're Aww. drinking tequila. Now let, let's see another image. This Those is on this set. So real too. This is yes, you and me. As soon as, this, as soon as this picture came up, I thought. So he's been here. Yes, dude, he's my best friend. We were just in, in uh, Tampa, Florida. Gosh, that whipping got me messed up. We were just in Tampa, Florida, and he was my corner man in my boxing match. That's, that's us right there in eighth wow. grade. Wow. So a lot of people are like, oh, how long have you known him? Well, he's been my best friend since fifth grade, and him and I had to cheat and steal and lie our ways to get our degrees through every class we ever went in. No, seriously, I, I don't even want to tell this story. Have I ever told you the story about Dorothy Mecom, Jimmy? No, you haven't. Oh, my gosh, Vic. Let me tell you one of the most messed up stories you've ever heard. And I can't believe I'm publicly telling the story. I really shouldn't because LSU is probably going to see this and probably revoke my degree. So Hank and Well, I, you cheated to get it anyway, so... <laughs> well, I still deserve it. it I had to it cheat. It would really be fair and if... I it's... never got caught. I'm like, prison Mike, I cheated and I ain't never got caught. <laughs> Neither here nor there. So let me tell you about our teacher. So we had a teacher, Dorothy, <laughs> and... Uh, Hank and I would always like just take like 12 hours to do the bare minimum, but we'd always have to take the, they call mini-mester classes. There'd be one at like the beginning of spring and the end of fall, and it'd be where you go to school for like four hours for like two weeks straight. And that's how you, you get like a class credit. So Hank and I were always behind in credit, so we always had to take like these summer school classes, these mini-mester type classes. And one of them was for a sociology class. And it was like a family and studies sociology class. And Hank comes into the class, like him and I both come in 10 minutes late. And our professor, the first day of class, she's like 15 minutes late. She's later than us. And she comes in all frazzle-dazzled. I remember her name just, I remember it was like yesterday. I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. This story is very incriminating. I love that you're telling this story. It's very incriminating, though. But it's a, it's very, it's a, it's a hardcore story. But this tells you why Hank and I, through thick and thin, we were, we were boys. So Dorothy Mecom says, Oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. I ran out of my Adderall. I've been a total mess. 
And Hank's like, oh, I know where to get Adderall. It makes a joke, right? You know, just total joke. But is he joking? I don't know. The teacher pulls us to the side after class and is like, uh, pulls Hank. And I just follow Hank because I think he's in trouble. And she's like, hey, you made that joke about Adderall. Uh, can you really get it? And Hank... <laughs> Hank immediately, I mean, his eyes lit up like different place. Hank's like, yeah, we know where to get Adderall. That's really easy to find. And she goes, and this is the crazy thing. She goes, you know what, actually, you know what I need more than Adderall? And Hank and I are like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but listen, the story gets crazy. She goes, uh, I need some pain pills. My back hurts real bad. And me and Hank are like, uh, yeah, we kind of know where to get those. So what's the deal? Like, we get you those. What are you going to do? She's like, all right, remember, this is in a hallway of LSU. She goes, you guys can get me some of those pain pills. I'll give you A's in the class. And Hank and I are like, okay. And we have no idea where to get pain pills. No freaking wow. clue. We have no idea. We leave that day. And you have to remember, we're at man, LSU and Baton Rouge when all the other students, the good students are gone. So like there's people on campus, but like, you know, one one hundredth the amount of students. So there's no like dealers. It's just harder to get stuff. Hank finagles it, a girl that just got her wisdom teeth out from Dallas. Ah. We drove, and we, and we got all of her wisdom teeth medicine. We begged her. We're like, we need this. So you know what? In your own way, you earned that A. We did. Oh, trust me. We had a I mean, drive. it had nothing to do with the subject that the, 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 <laughs> no. it was about, but you earned that A. But the story gets crazier. So we, so we go and we get the pills. It took us seven hours. We miss that next day and we bring it to her on the third day. And, and she's like, all right, guys, great. You get your A. So Hank and I don't even worry about the class. And then the day before the exam, the teacher calls us and goes, hey, um, I need one more hookup. We're like, oh, God. Oh, and she already has us by the balls, right? Because, you know, we've already done this illegal drug deal with our teacher, so we're already scared to death. Well, one could argue that you have her by the proverbial balls. But we didn't want to get kicked out of school. Hank and I were both on academic probation. Sure she didn't want to lose her job. But we're on academic probation at this time. <laughs> Hank and I, you know, we have, we're double academic probation, double secret probation. Um, she calls us. She's like, we need, we need a, another one. And this story gets really gross. I'm going to tell the end of the story because it gets so gross. So we don't know where to get anymore. We're like, oh my gosh, we gotta do this again. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We make a bunch of phone calls, this and that. We find a guy who had a knee surgery. So we get his pills, one of our friends. One of our friend's brothers had the knee surgery. We get him. Hank had already left out of town. I, had, I was in town, Hank's like, you gotta go give it to her. And I'm like, oh God, Hank, I gotta give it to, to, to Dorothy. So Dorothy makes me go to her house. And then she, she just, and let me describe what this teacher looked like. She was 300 pounds and she looked like a rhinoceros. Like her nose just, she, like it kind of had an uptick and she was 300 pounds and literally she looked like a wild beast. And she sits me down, Vic, and she's like, do you want to smoke some weed? And I'm like, not really, no. And uh, she's like, well, I, I need to smoke some weed to, you know, cool my, calm my nerves. I'm like, okay. So she sits there, she rolls up a joint. Remember, this is my college professor. She starts smoking it and I give her the things. I'm like, all right, all right, Dorothy, I got to go. She's like, hey, can you sit down for a second? You know, you want a beer or something? I'm like, no, no. Because I was very awkward, very awkward, <clears throat> at least. And this is the craziest thing she said to me. She's like, I really appreciate this, Alex. Can I ask you a personal question? And I'm like, sure. She goes, um, have you ever been with a girl and her pussy is too tight? Oh, gosh. Alex. Yes, I swear. I'm not even trying to be gross. I'm not trying to be gross. She says this to me, Vic. I know, and I'm sorry that your mom saw this, but she says, have you ever been with a woman... His vagina is so tight. And I said, no, I've never been like that. And is, what's going on? How is that the case? She goes, well, I'm dating this guy. She says this to me. She with a straight face. 
he won't have sex with me because he says my vagina is too tight. So he makes me give him BJ's. And she says, I don't know if it's that I'm so good at giving BJ's or if I do have a tight vagina. This is a true story, Vic. This is a true story. I swear. So I'm sitting there like, am I going to have to have sex with my teacher? This is true. Poor Vic. And here, here I came to be of encouragement tonight. And this is what I... Well, this is a true story. This is with Hank. This is a story that... Wait one second. I got to text somebody. Oh, gosh. I'm texting LSU. No, do not text LSU. Do not text him. So, long story short, you know I got out of there with my pants. Named Dorothy. Do not, do not, no, she not Dorothy Mecom. She, she used to teach there. Sociology. Do not look her Sociology. up. So, everybody in your show's looking her up well, now. And I think she's, and you know, Hank, before he died, he said, Oh, I had reconnected with Dorothy. And I was like, Oh, oh my God, I don't want anything to do with her. You know, she sexually, you know, came on to me so strong. I've never had a woman. I'm sure on. you told him. Oh, yeah. Hank was the first what, person. And what did he say? He said, I should have banged her. <laughs> he said, I should have banged her. But wow. we've got A's anyway. So thank God I didn't. I mean, uh, Long story short, that, those are the type of situations that Hank and I were in. We were in, and then also, I, I was a bail bondsman in college. I had my bail bonds license, and I would get people out of jail. They'd get, you know, DWIs, this and that. Well, guess what Hank did? Hank bought an ounce of weed from an undercover cop when we were in college and got his house raided by cops, and I had to bail him out of jail. Uh, get him out of jail. Oh yeah, no, Hank was oh a bad dude. He was wild. And we had to get him out of jail. Just stuff like that. And, you know, listen, I've gotten fistfights. He's been there with me in fistfights. Him and I have been through the mill when it goes to highs and lows. So it's just hard because, like, you know when you share those traumatic situations with somebody? I, can't, I could never have shared those moments with my dad or mom. Right? Of course you know? not right. It's a special relationship with close friends. It's very And special. you know what? And I don't want to get all heavy again because, I mean, you know, you're – telling a fun story, but you know, nobody can take those away from you. You know what I mean? Like those special times that you guys shared. You know, when my, when my grandfather passed, um, and a lot of people have funerals, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But more and more people are having like celebrations of their yeah. life. And I think it's much better to, sell, to pay tribute and to celebrate someone's life rather than to mourn their passing. I do think so. And speaking of that, we actually have to pay the bills and we need to do an ad for liver health formula. So as we approach the new year, it's time to think about becoming a healthier, more energetic version of yourself in 2024. If you've been dealing with low energy or have gained some extra pounds or you can't seem to shake off, the issue might be your liver. That's right. Your liver is super important for staying healthy. It does more than 500 important jobs. It probably does more work than all those Democrats put together. Actually, it could probably run as VP. So you got to help it run faster because one in three Americans are now living with a sluggish fatty liver. And all that booze with the carb-packed potatoes you're going to have for Christmas won't help it at all. So listen, nobody wants to feel tired and sleepy. Everybody wants to have the same energy that, you know, crowds get when Donald Trump is speaking. So you better get prepared for 2024 because it's going to be a crazy year and you need all the energy you can get. One thing that could help is liver health formula. It has 11 powerful botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Go get it today and get a free bottle of the blood sugar formula to reduce those sugar cravings. Visit getliverhelp.com slash Alex now to claim your free bonus gift. Getliverhelp.com slash Alex. My buddy Hank could have used some of that liver health formula. I'm kind of mad that we didn't give him any of those, Jimmy. That's your fault. So you're partially responsible for the death of my friend. Do you understand that? 
That's a that's pretty heavy. I know. To I know. Did you ever give him any liver health formula? You know, I didn't, and that's on me. That is on you because you handle the sponsor. sponsors. Yeah, you no, you're right. Ashamed, and I get free samples. Yes, and then also show them what else free samples? Are you back there drinking beer, Jimmy? Uh, can you show the audience? <laughs> We're trying to get right wing beer to sponsor us. Okay, so you see that beer? Look at this, Vic. Yeah. Jimmy just became a dad. He finally pooped out that baby from his buttocks. He's the first trans dad to ever have a baby. Oh, wow. Well, uh, congratulations. No. Thank no, you. Thank denied, you. I did not congratulate him on that baby. Wait, can I, can I show my, uh, my shirt? <laughs> yes, you can show your t shirt. Look at this. World's, world's best farter. I mean, father. Because I'm He a thinks dad that's dad. funny, Vic. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, can we, can, we, can we show pictures of my baby? Can we show? Please, please baby do. Tiffany, you know he named, his, he named his daughter Tiffany Gomez because so she would come on our show. Did you know that? Jimmy, explain that why your daughter's name is Tiffany. I tweeted at her. I said, if Tiffany Gomez comes on Primetime with Alex Stein, I will name my unborn daughter after her. And then uh, she responded, and I'm a man of Tiffany my word. So is the, let's see baby Tiffany uh, if we can get is her Is she up. coming? Look, there's baby Tiffany. Aww. Look, she's a big old baby. That's a wow. nine-pound, seven-ounce baby. My mom. My, your mom? My, my, your my mom? Wife. I'm so sleep-deprived right now. Maybe you shouldn't be drinking all wife. that right-wing beer, dude. Maybe oh that. Wait, look gosh. at that. Look how cute she is. Don't fumble me. Look at that. She oh loves God. me. And that's really not funny because sudden infant death syndrome is serious, so you better not fumble that baby. That's a serious thing. You so better... the question is, is Tiffany Gomez coming on the show? She's already been on. That mother effer's not real. She came on and she did her whole thing, and everybody thinks that it was fake. She, they don't think that she's the actual Tiffany Gomez from the airplane. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy, why don't they believe it, do you think? I feel like it's just salacious to believe conspiracies these days. I truly don't know. It's basically you've noticed a, a comment. Of... Jimmy, have you noticed every comment is that this is not the same yeah. woman? Well, it's basically everyone's admitting they've never had a sleepover with a girl and seen a girl without makeup because girls look completely different without makeup. That is true. So they're kind of telling on themselves a little bit. She didn't have a lot of makeup on the plane, and then now she's you know all dolled up, and so now they think it's a different person. And listen, I believe every freaking conspiracy under the sun. That one, and that was Tiffany Gomez, so... You know, it is what it is, but I'm happy that Jimmy's daughter is named, I'm about to burp, named Tiffany now. <coughs> Are you happy that your daughter's named Tiffany, Jimmy? I mean, I feel like I did my job as a producer. That's the ultimate sacrifice. Well, it's funny because, daughter. you know, Brandon did your job a lot better than you for the past two weeks. So did you know that? You know, we had no hiccups. Or Have views. you been on vacay? Yeah, he's on maternity leave for oh two weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Vic. You didn't even do the work, bro. Please tell him. He, how can he take two weeks wow. off? Wow. <sighs> Running around here in that T-shirt. Partying. In his paternity leave. Jimmy, I mean, does the baby, do you even do anything for the baby? Would you change his diapers? Yeah, I change its diaper. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there playing with baby poop all day? Is that what you've been doing for the past two weeks? Well, yeah, and I know to wipe front to back because it's a girl. Isn't that a woman's job to clean a baby's bottom? What kind of man are you uh, wiping your, your daughter's anus? My wife has rejected the trad wife status. Trust me, I tried. Wait, so you're telling me your wife is not doing the diaper duty? No, that's my job. Please tell me. Have you ever heard of that, Vic? My dad never changed my diaper one time, he told me. How do you know? Because he said he wouldn't. He said he refused. Well, he didn't want you to know. Well, I don't think he did it because he didn't want to do I it. I want to know. Hey, does he pay you? Jimmy pays me. No, does well, Alex Does Alex pay you, Jimmy? No. Well, it... Like, well, did I you get paid? Did I you get paid to, during maternity leave? Yes, he did now. get paid, but I, long story short, he did 
get paid on the company's dime while he was doing nothing. That's, while he was cleaning up. Uh, wow. No, I got a stipend to get chicken nuggets. <laughs> now look at this hey, book. Six or nine. Well, six look, nine I, got, I got one of Alex's fans sent me this book. Uh, Alex, what do you call a magician who loses his magic? Ian. Like magician magic, he lost lost his magic. Oh, oh my gosh! Because that's I, I'd magician. like to go back to something you just said a minute ago, Jimmy. Yep. Alex has fans. Yes, I have lots of fans. You're not, not be like your mom. Really supportive. Vic's but... always trying to be like his hey, dang mom. My mom loves you. Yeah, I know, but and she she's like Alex. You don't just have doesn't fans. think you should talk. Yeah. I do have to shout out Alex because I made a dad registry instead of a baby registry because uh, I'm selfish. But Alex bought me these New Balances. Look how ugly those shoes. And he's wearing those shoes unironically. He oh loves gosh. it. Hey, your baby will grow into those. Yeah, your baby, Jimmy. And he, he's, he got mad because I called his baby dumb. But Jimmy, honestly, can your baby do two plus two yet? You know, she can't really talk, but she can kind of do finger at the mouth. But the short answer is no. She cannot. She's not very smart, right? So no, she she's wouldn't. not that smart because she's 16 days old. So, so. what are some other things on your, your baby's list, like a 45-inch flat panel and yeah what did you get did you what, did else, you, what else does your baby need yeah what, what did you get <laughs> did you get a big screen tv did you get new tires for your truck jimmy like did you get what's the is best she, gift is she getting got? a cyber truck jimmy what do you think about that cyber truck i think that's kind of a gimmick the new tesla truck they say cool, bro i know it looks bad did you see badass did you see the coolest part of that live rollout did you see the thing with the drag race no. Oh my oh, gosh! I was pulling you guys. the Porsche. It was pulling yeah, the Porsche. Yeah, it was it. supposed to be drag racing uh, a Porsche 911, and the way they set up the camera, you could only see the front end yeah. of the Porsche and the Cybertruck. It's following them down the track, and of course, you know the Cybertruck's going to win. They wouldn't even have shown <laughs> the thing it, yeah. if, if it wasn't going to win. And it pulls past it, and just as it grows across the finish line, the camera cuts wide, and it's. Pulling a 911 as it beats the 911. I was hanging out with some friends of mine, and we all looked at each other and were like, okay, that was the greatest PR stunt. That was worth the entire time watching that thing. And I think that the truck's already sold out. So, I mean, you know. Well, I have several friends that were on a wait list. Like a friend of mine, Philip, is on. Uh, we got a little technical difficulty with the microphone oh, right now. You're going to be really mad at me. Why? What's going on, Jimmy? I don't know what I did, but. The teleprompter's being messed up, and so the second ad read is not in there, so we'll just have to do that tomorrow. Is this the blind movie ad read? Is no, that no, that's the thing. That's the ad for tomorrow. For whatever reason, it's it's going so to tomorrow. So the tomorrow's. one thing that we need for the show to survive are our sponsors, mm -hmm. and you're going to say that we did not deliver Dang it. on... I wanted to read it. I know, and I wanted remember, Vic to read remember it. Remember you told me last time I could read one of your... One of your uh, yes, Vic, you have a beautiful voice. Vic well, is one of the most you. accomplished so voice actors kind. of the 21st century. No, I just wanted to read. I just wanted to do the teleprompter. Jimmy! We have, an Jimmy! we have a professional voice actor that has a beautiful voice, and we waste it on on what, Jimmy? On what? On Actually, your, I, I have an idea. I can give him my laptop and you read it off my no, laptop. No, no, because I, mean, I want to see Vic's face. I want to see his beauty, the way he, uh, you know, ex you know, the way he contorts his face and his lips. I mean, it's all, it's all part of it. He's not gonna be able to do that while he's looking into a computer screen. How You're do you right. deal with? How the do you prompter, deal with, The prompter went out. That's yeah, look, auto script, prompter doesn't even work. Ever, Jimmy, you're gone for two weeks. Hey, hey, Jimmy, I'm just getting back in the hang of things. I haven't slept in two weeks. Jimmy, so. let, let me help out for okay. a minute. Is the prompter plugged in? 
No, I don't yes. think so. I learned this the hard. I learned this from wait, all my wait. You, you have know, to calling calling work. tech companies. Unplug it, <laughs> and then plug it back in. Shoot, that's what we need to do. It was unplugged. Reboot, Jimmy. Oh my oh, gosh, Jimmy. Hold on, I, hold on. I just hope. Are you gonna get Carrie pregnant again? I certainly hope not. Who are you gonna name the next one after? Alex. He's gonna name it after me. Is that correct, Jimmy? Uh, you are. You are in. We almost went with Alexandria. I know. Why didn't you do that? That wow. was the, they, that was one of the choices. But actually, they played a game on me. They did a name reveal, which nobody does that. But Jimmy's has like 100K on TikTok. Oh, and Jimmy, are you thanking me that I went and I stood up for your dumb ass at that TikTok Chinese meeting? They're trying to outlaw TikTok? Yeah, thank you. Because that's my entire self-worth is my TikTok Okay, following. so let me tell you this too. The original story. Jimmy has a lot of people on TikTok, so he did a name reveal. And he picked four names, like Tiffany, Alex, yada, yada, yada. And at the very end, it was Tiffany and Alex are the last two names, like trying to trick me that he's going to name his daughter Alexandria. And then went for Tiffany. So A, he baited me, a bait and switch. And then on top of that, I went to a meeting in Washington, D.C. on Thursday. They had uh, the conservative members of Congress we're having a meeting about the CCP stealing our data with TikTok. And so I disrupted this meeting and said, do not delete my TikTok. I have 26K followers and that you better not do it. And they all started laughing. They're like, oh, you know, I, I, do you think I should, should I get on TikTok more? I don't know. What, Jimmy, what do you think? A Vic, should, should he be well, on TikTok? Well, brilliant minds have told me that I should. Yeah, um, you should be on there, but I don't know. It's just another app that's going to suck you in and spit you out, you know? Uh, it's addicting. It's really fun. Is it? Are you on Instagram, right? Well, I have an Instagram, but I don't really post on it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really I post. I post on the most evil of platforms. Twitter, yeah. of course. Because that's, I mean, that's where I started posting many, many years ago. And, uh, and Twitter's the only thing where we can organically see new people because people can reshare it and stuff. Instagram is not as good. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I kind of signed up for Instagram just because I like their filters. Yeah. And they're fun stuff. I like playing with that stuff, but I never really post anything. But you'll like TikTok because TikTok, you can edit and add weird transitions and do all kinds of things. So I've heard. Stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, TikTok is good. Jimmy, so we're about to go outside here in about four minutes. Do we have everything set up for that? Well, everything's set up for outside. I'm just trying to get this out. What about the Skype? Are we logged in on Skype and all the other... Uh... I believe so, yes. We do have that Dontarius sot, though, we wanted oh, to Oh, yeah. So before we go outside, let's play this Dontarius clip. So my wife's boyfriend was in town last week, and uh, he stayed here all week, and it was a challenge getting him back on his flight home because he lost his passport, he lost That's his bags, and look how he flew back. Can we play this clip? That's him at DFW Airport, Vic. Uh, that's an oversized bag. Here we go. I okay, know, we way oversized. You're not supposed Thanks to put those on the belt, bro. No, and he actually got his, he cut his leg really bad uh, doing this. So <laughs> for everybody watching at home, Don Terrius did make it back to New York City. He didn't make it back safely. His leg is very cut and he has diabetes. Okay. So we don't know if that's ever going to actually heal 100% correctly. So we're a little worried about it. He him. needs a passport to get back to New York. Well, he doesn't have an ID because he doesn't have a driver's license because he doesn't have a car. So his passports is, I know. No, you know wonder your wife loves him so much. Exactly. He's so successful and yeah. well, he's got a lot going for him. She has a heart of gold. She likes, you know, underdog stories. So Apparently. He, he's the ultimate underdog. Alex, we figured it out. Okay. We got the artery. We can pay the bills now. Okay, well then, how do we get it? So, Vic, switch these. Wait, to here, the trade. Trade. Trade these. Okay. So. Man, haven't done this in a long time. Are you ready? Look at this professional. Who's keeping, who's keeping speed? 
Jimmy on the prompt. Me, you ready, Jimmy? <clears throat> I'm ready. Let's go. Fox and Odin, new sponsor. Oh, this is a liquor. Where's the liquor? Where is the liquor, Jimmy? I got it. I got it. What do you mean? Bring it on can set. You just, can you bring, just run it on set? Bring well, it over here, Brandon. Well, actually, this isn't liquor. Actually, we probably shouldn't show this because it's a competitor. Yeah. Let's not do Where that. Where is the liquor that we did? Wasn't it on my desk? No, no. We never had this liquor. We did have this liquor. Okay, somewhere. well, how about this? Vic will do the ad read, then we'll get the liquor. Oh, my okay, God. let's try it. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> ready. Well, it's come around to that time of year again. All the Thanksgiving decorations are back in the closet right where they belong. The Christmas decorations are up and making everything from miles look bright and cheerful. The sun goes down pretty early in your cozy, dark neck of the woods. That means it's time to settle into your favorite chair, kick your feet up near the fireplace, and have a glass of Fox and Odin whiskey. You've worked hard today. You earned a little relaxation. Fox and Odin whiskeys are created to honor the wild beauty around us, a snow-capped mountain, a field of wild flowers, a roaring waterfall, or maybe just your own backyard. This holiday season, let these perfectly blended spirits complement the view. A warm fire, maybe a shared meal, packages wrapped in ribbon and left under a tree. However you celebrate, enjoy it to the fullest with double gold award-winning Fox and Odin Craft American Whiskey. Taste the spirit of the holidays today. Wow! Now that's how a real professional does Man, it. Man, I haven't done well, teleprompter in a little, long time. A, that was fun. There's a little more. Wait. Buy online now and ship it to your door, right to your door front at foxandodin.com. That's fox and O-D-E-N, odin.com. Enter promo code Alex and get free shipping. Please drink responsibly. Wow, yeah, let me see that bottle. This is for you, and we gotta pour a little more out. Can I have some of that? Yeah, yeah, here, for you. Wait a minute. Little tea, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll put a little in there, and then a little for my homie Hank. This is gonna be this good, yeah. You, Hank. Hank, this is for you. <laughs> you just pour it right on the carpet. Uh, Hank would want me to have that. Yeah, Hank, we just pour it right on the carpet. That's how Hank would do it. Fox and Odin, you guys rock. Mmm, man. Mm. That's, hey, that's great. good. It is good. It's a that's sweet. some smooth. That's some little smooth sweet, sassy, right molassy. All right, now time for the crescendo of the show. Darius, are you ready? Oh, Vic, yes. are you ready? All right, uh, follow us. Let's get the cameras. Made now, now we're gonna ready. go out here. I'm so ready for this. Okay, so we got that camera. Let's see. Let's see if it's the right setting. I don't know if they can see us. Our oh, mics. Crap. Our mics still live. Yeah, our mics are still alive. Are they going to make camera. the distance with us? Okay, yeah, now you're pointing. Okay, all right, Vic, here, put on this microphone. Let me put this on you. Clip okay. me, bro. Now we should be good. Now let's, let's come out here. Can they see us, Jimmy? We don't have any. Uh, they'll figure it out. They don't know how to get it. All right, so they can hear us. Look, right here. Dream. Look, look at this. I want to do this. This is it, Vic. Look, look how pimp on a blimp we are, babe. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Ooh, my IFB. I feel like this was have to be loud. Of course, we tested out. It didn't work. Yeah, but it's going to be shitty quality. Okay. All right, well, just get close. All right, 
Oh my gosh, how my hands hurt. Thanks, you. Pour a little, uh, this little is, whiskey. This is for Hank. Oh, and a little, and a little lighter. Thank you to our sponsor, Fox and Odin. All we need is a little lighter. Do we have one? Oh, I wish. You know, it's probably that's, good we don't. That's for you, Hank. It's for pouring one out for you, Hank. So, a lot of people are wondering, why do we have office space on it? Well, Jimmy, do you recognize this TV? Well, I mean, you already said it's my, I'm still confused how you got my TV. Well, don't worry about that, but it is Christmas. Yeah. There might be some surprises. But surprises? Okay. You let your guest star handle this? Okay, well, Vic, yeah, no. Vic, you'll Wait, no, 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 you can't, you hey, can't smash Jimmy, Jimmy, I, I want to tell you something. You know what? I was what? at Best Buy last they have a lot of these colors. No, they do have a lot of these colors. They do have a lot of these colors. No, you're kidding me. No, no. Right here, you ready? Come on, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Let me get one. Let me get one in here. Come on, have some. Woo, woo, woo. This is an office. All right, Jimmy, there you go. You like your TV? Hey, Jimmy, hit one. You'll feel good. <laughs> Look at your brand new TV. Yeah, I guess it's already screwed. Oh. Yeah. You're seriously, you're, no, 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 I want this on camera. Alex, you're, buy, you're buying me a new TV. Yeah, well, you know, you're buying me <laughs> This is it? <laughs> like, oh my God. All right, there he is. Hey, John, I wonder what was in the, I just see this little chance. Woo! Wow. I never knew this was in a TV. You know, we can't have, can't have a good time. That's right. You know, we got a shotgun, a little beer. This is how we do it. It's an honor to you, Hank. I miss you, bro. Give that bat. Now we got to break this wooden bat. Even the bat's broken. Thank you. 
Do you still have the receipt? I do. Let's end the show inside the studio. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay. No. close on that. Look. <laughs> that <laughs> seen better days, bro. <laughs> That's how we do it, guys, here at Primetime Dr. Sign. We take out our therapy sessions like real men. Equipment, electron electronics. Just because a real man is not going to get any better by sitting here and crying all day. Trust me, man. To the studio. Back to the set. And you know what, Alex? What's up, Vic? I'm crying, man. Let it out, bro. Yeah, I have been. You know, don't keep it in. Don't buy that garbage that, you know. Oh, you know, show your emotions and you just got to push to. No, man, let it out, bro. We should let it yeah, out. Guys, look at that. Wow. Look at this, y'all. Darius, come, and sit a, come, come sit next to me real quick, Darius. You got the liquor? Yeah, sit down right here. All right, Vic. Let's, let's, uh, we, got, we got about 10 minutes left in the show, everybody. 
So Darius, what do you think? How have you dealt with tragic situations in your life? You there? Crying. crying is how you do it? I'm laughing and crying. That's how you deal I'm with it? Laughing to keep from crying. I mean, I... Can they hear us? Are we live? Can they hear us? Are we good? We Jimmy? can't really hear Darius, but that's because he speaks like a toddler. You don't hear Darius, Darius. You what do you do? Just, when just the, talk your louder. Died. You've had lots of friends die. You, you know, I remember that ex-girlfriend that died that you weren't that sad about. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we, you know, like I said, like I said, we we remain cool and all. It's just we weren't close anymore. You know. You gonna do a whip it with me? Of course. Oh, that, that tastes really good. Alex, my wife just texted like me. That? Yeah, it makes yeah, it makes your uh, 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 vocal cords What, Jimmy? My wife just texted me say, why did you call me your mom? <laughs> so. I know. Why did you call her your we mom? Were all, tell her, write her back. We were all wondering just. the same thing. <laughs> we were wondering the same thing. <laughs> and, and you know what's really funny? I thought Carrie didn't watch the show. Why is she all of a sudden watching the show now, Jimmy? What's that all about? <laughs> I don't know. I thought one of the rules of our interpersonal relationship is she's not allowed to watch it and you're not allowed to talk about her. Is that the rule? I, I was hoping she never watched it, but of course, she's like, okay, I'll let my 16-day-old daughter watch this what's wholesome edifying show. Never, yeah, what's worse, the 16-year-old daughter or the guy that thinks he got his mom pregnant? <laughs> Definitely the latter. Definitely me. I'm the worst. Yes. I'm dumb. I'm sleep-deprived. I can't think straight. And have you ever had a friend die or anything? Has anything ever bad happened to you or you just went to Princeton and you've just lived a life of uh, lollipops and candy canes your whole life, Jimmy? My life's been basic. <sighs> can't talk. Basically What's the worst perfect. thing that's ever happened in your life besides working for me? Oh, that's up there. Um, probably now destroying my TV without my that's consent. That's the worst wow. thing. Jimmy, I broke my leg you, playing men's league baseball. You've lived a charmed life, bro. I know, Jimmy. I've lost my mom. I've lost my best friend in the past two years. Darius, <laughs> I found out, has been using my identity to go to a, like, a lot of different places, and you've got a credit card out in my name, Darius, come to find out. You wouldn't think that he's that smart, but he can do credit card fraud. No, show both of us. Show both of us. Yeah, yeah. Try to get us both in the shot if you can. Uh, why are you sucking... Lean, in, your... lean into him, Darius. Yeah. Lean in. Wait, why are you sucking your thumb like that? Why, why is that your coping mechanism? It just, it just always has been, you know. That's the first time it ever came naturally to me at five, you know. Just, Vic, do you know any year. adults that suck on their thumb? You can say I do, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then he's laying Not on, on purpose. me. <laughs> I know what. It, there he is. Oh, what is Darius going on? Darius is sad today, isn't he? He's a yeah, sad boy. Sad yes, I'm he sad. is. You? Are you sad for me? You? I'm sad for you, bro. Thank you. But, but Darius, you know what? I, I've been, ever since you wrote me, can I just say this? Ever yeah. since you texted me last night, I've been, I've been thinking about this and, you know, talking with people that I trust about it. And I, I thought of a lot of things I wanted to share with you. Um, you know, be, you know what, you know what, Ex express yourself creatively too. Yeah. I don't mean beating the crap out of computers. That's fun. But, you know, a, some of the most beautiful songs and poetry and art has been born from heartbreak and loss, you know? And Vic, you're exactly right. When my mom died, when she died, the only thing that distracted me was going out and filming content with Jimmy, with Cassidy Campbell. They got me out. We were doing prank videos. 
And it sounds like insensitive, but it's really not. It's like, guys, when you're so down, you need to hyper-focus. Like some people hyper-focus on exercise or overeating or drinking or whatever. For me, I started to focus on creating art. And yeah. that's, that's when I went the most and, viral. And exercise is great, not only because it helps you physically, but it, there's also mental um, um, benefits, benefits yeah. from exercise. But again, there's got to be balance. You don't want to lose yourself in exercise. You don't want to busy yourself because you've got to go through it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say something else, too. You know people who at some point in the future, people you love, people you care about, are going to lose someone close. Yeah. And how you go through this is going to enable you to help them. Yeah. It's going to prepare you and equip you to know how to connect with them and to help walk them through it. Think about the value of that and, and how much you can give to someone else. Because like I said, it's not a matter of if, you know, it's a matter of when. We're all going to have somebody that's going to have a loss. And, and how do you walk with them through that? Well, I know that I'm going to come out of this stronger, but it's a, a it's like a challenge that I was not ready to to take on, but I don't have a choice now. So, I'm not like <clears throat> I'm not going to come out of this weaker. I'm going to come out of this stronger because it's just that's just the sheer reality. And but, that's what Hank would want. Yeah. He would want that for you. And he was just at my boxing match. Do you have that clip, Jimmy, of uh, the 22-second clip of him and I after my boxing match? Oh, we have the picture of it. I thought that clip was the tribute video. Sorry. I wanted to see some of that. I know. Jimmy's the worst. What, just, uh, can sorry. we just well, play the tribute video with no audio? Can you do that? Yeah. yeah. Put it in the box, um, maybe. Yeah, I don't we'll know get that up. Just talk while, while we get that Well, I don't know. Maybe it might, might be hard. You might not be able to show us. But we've already played the videos and stuff. I just want to end the show on a note. Eulogizing Hank. His funeral is this Friday at the Church of Incarnation at 11 p.m. Or 11 a.m., excuse me. So I'll be there. And then on top of that... I, it's crazy. This weekend, I have an incredible event I'm hosting on the Master of Ceremonies at the 111th New York Young Republicans Annual Gala. And it's a huge deal. And Donald Trump is the keynote speaker. Wow. So I'll be introducing Trump. Oh, cool, bro. I know. Isn't that Man. crazy? So, you know, I got this, you know, big event that I'm doing in New York City. And then after that, I got another event in uh, Turning Point USA in Phoenix. So I got a lot of good stuff coming up that I'm really excited about, but it's all going to have a little bit of a dark cloud knowing that Hank, the guy that was just with me in my fight at my corner, I don't get to share any of those successes with him and it kills me. It kills me. It makes me feel very lonely. Well, you're never alone. I know. And I don't want people to feel sorry for me. We didn't do this episode for you guys to feel so sorry and sad about me. We just mainly did this because I, I wanted to eulogize my friend. I'm just really sad. That's him and I at the boxing match right after I won. And, Did uh, you win? Yeah, I won my fight. Dudes, congrats. And it was tough. The guy I fought was Mike Carrington. He, that was, he had fought three times before, so he, he knew what he was doing in the ring, and I was just able to outlast him. I won the last round of the fight, and they gave me the fight. And Hank was right there. I couldn't have done it without Hank, to be honest. So I'm just very thankful that he was there, and I'm thankful that we got to spend those last moments together. The saddest part, this is one of the parts that makes me sick, though. I was just walking my dog last night, and I was crying, and I was thinking about... One of the last times Hank and I ever hung out was flying back from that, that, <laughs> from that fight, and we were on a Spirit Airlines flight. Isn't that so sad? <laughs> That's, That's got comedy written all over it. I know. It, right? I mean, literally, my buddy dies, and we were on a Spirit Airlines flight, you know, less than a month ago. Something about that sounds weird. What do you think about that, Darius? Yeah, it doesn't get more odd than that. But, but you know, since, unfortunately, I've never had anybody to... 
you know, help me deal with anybody that, you know, that was really near and dear to me that I lost. You know, I've never had, you know, grief assistance, so. You've never had grief assistance? No. Just, I didn't no. even know that's a thing. Grief assistance, is that a thing? Sure it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. And Vic is my grief assistance, right, Darius? Yeah. Well, I don't know if, I don't know if that's true, but I'm honored if I... Tonight you are. Tonight you have been. And you know what? Can I say something? I, I would be remiss not to say this. I mean, I feel it. I feel it in my heart. And I would be remiss not to say it out loud. I know everybody is not the same. I know we all deal with things differently. Um, I know some people uh, uh, rely greatly on their faith. Mm -hmm. And some, some don't have that. And that's cool. There's no judgment at all. But for me, uh, a combination of people that care about you, mm -hmm. and you have them, and you have them, and knowing and believing in my soul, you know, that, that there is a God who is in charge of everything. He's yeah. over all of this. None of it surprises him. And if there really is an eternity, mm -hmm. then the handful of years that we spend on this earth is Nothing. a grain of sand on the beach. No, you're right. So, you know, you, you look at the big picture, and for me to, to trust that, that, that my life and yours and Hank's and Darius, you know, is, is in the hands of, of a loving God who sees what we don't see. We don't see much. You know what I mean? Our, our eyesight is very limited. That's true. And, uh, and if, if, if a person is able to, to lean into that faith and trust that that there is a purpose behind things that they don't understand in the moment. Um, it's, it's encouraging and it's helpful. And it, it's helped me through a lot of difficult times. And, uh, and I would want that for you as well. Wow, Vic, you coming here and just being emotional like that <coughs> and you know, not holding back, that means a lot. And I just, I believe that God has a plan for all of us. I don't agree with the plan sometimes, you know, uh, but that's not my call. God's smarter than I am, obviously has, you know, an idea of what they are doing. Is that the right? Should I call him they or he or she? I don't know. I, you know, God. I'm not sure that God's into pronouns. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the God's <laughs> proper pronouns is. but I know He's that, kind of above that. I, I know he is real, and I know that there's a good chance that Hank and I will meet again one day. So that gives me a little bit of hope. But I'm still, every single day for the rest of my life is going to be a little darker knowing that my friend died while hunting of a hunt of a heart attack, they couldn't get him back to the hospital in time, and just the fear and the, I just what his family went through, it just makes me absolutely sick. This is the harsh reality of the world we live in. But guys, we were not promised a rose garden. Life is hard. What you got to do is, I'm not a victim. I don't want you guys to feel sorry for me. I do appreciate your support. I do want to hear from you guys. I, I mean that. I, I really, really appreciate that. But remember, I'm not a victim. I'm alive. I'm going to be a pimp on a blimp. I'm going to continue to grind and shine. And I'm going to make uh, Hank proud of his best friend. And I'm proud of Hank no matter what. So I love you, Hank. I miss you. Vic, what do you got going on before we go? Oh, wow. Uh, well, this weekend, actually, I just came back from a signing event in Philadelphia. I had a great weekend. And this weekend, I'll be heading down to our Star Trek studio. Wow, in Georgia? You guys, you remember my, my web series, Star Trek Continues. Check it out if you're a Star Trek fan, StarTrekContinues.com. We created 11 full-length episodes. Somebody told me the other day we have 17.4 million viewers. Wow. Uh, and uh, and we, our studio is still intact and beautiful as ever. Uh, it's run by and owned by a group called The Neutral Zone. 
This weekend, I'm going down there, and they open the studio up free of charge to take tours for meet and greet this walk through the sets of the original Enterprise, all free of charge. And I go down and I give I give the walkthroughs myself and talk about how we built this and where we got that and how we made that. And we talk about our our series. We talk about. Uh, people, Star Trek fans, hundreds from all over the country. We've got people that fly in from other countries even. We do it one weekend every month. Mm-hmm. And this, this weekend is the December weekend. We've got them in January, in February, in March. So check out NeutralZoneStudios.com. NeutralZoneStudios.com for all the details on the dates and the specifics. And then the following week, I'm going to be at a convention in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Gosh, you're everywhere every week, oh, and you're gosh. like me. I happy con. Ha- so happy con. Is it a big? Is it a big? Uh, uh, I don't know, but I'm happy that I'm going, <laughs> and I'm excited about it. A good friend of mine runs it, and and I haven't been up to the Milwaukee area in a while, so I'm excited to be doing that. Do they have good beer in Milwaukee? What's Milwaukee I don't about? No, isn't that what they're known for? Wisconsin cheese. cheese. They got Wisconsin. Cheese. Yeah. yeah, this cheese. Isn't it? All right, well, uh, guys. Okay, right, that's Patrick. Vic, and I want to say this pimpin'. for the people that are afraid, guys. Vic is one of the most approachable guys. So when you go to this event, go up to him, shake his hand, say hi to him. Please. Vic yeah. has no big ego, even though he could have one. Even though he's worked on legendary, you know, uh, movies and shows and commercials, and you've heard his voice. Even if you didn't realize you've heard his voice. He's actually a very approachable, down-to-earth guy. So make sure to go visit Vic if you guys get the Please. chance. My, my favorite thing is, is meeting people and interacting with people. You know, I just really, really, really cherish the opportunity to meet new people. Well, folks, we end the show the same way every time with a freestyle finale. DJ, hit that beat! <coughs> what is this song? Oh, it's Christmas. Darius, get up. Merry Christmas, bitches. I'm with Darius. He's hitting on that TV, acting hilarious. In the glory hole, he got a glory mole. When they sucked on it, it made him shit. No, he didn't want to quit. Now your turn, Darius. Been wasted tonight. Wasted tonight. Wasted tonight. <laughs> All right, guys, pour some out for Hank right now. I love you, Hank. I miss you, Hank. Make sure to go see Vic this weekend, next weekend in Georgia, Milwaukee. Hank, I love you. Merry Christmas. We only got, we got, what is it? Five shows left for the year. That's for you, Hank. Make sure to watch all five. That's enough. That's enough. That's going to leave a stain. All right, guys, I love you. Peace and good night.